Some days are terrible, you wish that you were dead And some days are magical, like great banana bread Someday we'll be friends with the voices in our heads The voices in our heads What up? How are you? That's cool, I'm great Okay, glad we got that out of the way Hey, it's your girl, Christina M. Hutchinson this is the voices in our heads. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. What are you doing? You doing your spreadsheets? You doing your spreadsheets? You color coding? And you're like, yeah, boss, I'm working, but you ain't working. You listen to me. Hey, how you doing? I'm in a weird mood. I'm also recording this at three in the afternoon. That's like a, that's, this is my peak attention time. So I'm doing it for you. Okay. <laughs> You didn't kill yourself. I'm so happy. I'm glad you didn't kill yourself because if you did, then you wouldn't be here and that's sad, you know? I'll never forget, I mean, man, I have so much experience with suicide. I've not, well, one time I tried to do it when I was 12 years old because I was like, this is, life is too tough. I can't do it. And then I took a razor and I I just, I, I basically shaved my wrist. Like I didn't even press hard. And then it hurt, and I was like, ow. And then I was like, this is stupid. I guess I'll just live. And that was it. But um, forgive me if I've already told this story, but I, there a guy uh, across the street from my apartment building. I'm on the first floor. One sunny, beautiful afternoon in the summer, I heard a big old plump, and a guy jumped off the building. And I couldn't stop staring at his twitching body, eventually dead body, because he didn't, you got to jump off a higher building if you're going to do it. Don't do it, though. Okay? But if you're going to do it, right? So anyway, uh, I, I just witnessed the moments after he died. And I'm like, wow, this is the world. This is this shit. You know, life doesn't stop when you stop. Life keeps on going. Until one day it does it. And we're all gonna explode. I don't know. Do you ever think about that? Sometimes I think about that. Actually, I say sometimes, but it's pretty often. In a cash way, in a very cash way. I'm like, huh, I wonder if I wonder if I'm gonna if the world's gonna implode before I die. That'd be kinda you know, if it's gonna happen, I kinda wanna be around for it. Just to see. See how hard I can we all work to survive. Making some bunkers. I don't know. I'd just, I'd probably just jump in the water and then get attacked by sharks. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's do some fuckboy theater. Okay, fuckboy theater. We're going to read some bios. And when I say we, I mean me. Meh. Fuckboy Theater Bio Edition. Let's see whose fucking bios are going to depress us today. Okay. This guy's name. Well, I'm not even going to. I don't know how to say it. So let's just call him Frank. He's 29. His name's not at all Frank. But his bio. Again, this is somebody's bio. Well, his pro photo. It's a Bumble bio. No, this is Tinder. Excuse me. I misspoke. And he's drinking a Corona Light. With, he has got glasses on and a fake mustache. Um, it's plastic, I could tell. And Frank's bio says, swiping and piping, stay on that rock game, stay on that cock game. No condoms, I don't message first. 
okay? This guy's name is Prick. Just kidding. It's Nick. And his bio, again, this is a bio. This is a bio. Gonna need you to take my paychecks and handle our money. I'm not good with it. Shrug emoji. Shrug emoji. I prefer blunts because they burn longer when I'm playing my video games. Wow, Nick. Your bio sucks dick. Do you like that little poem I just wrote? And then this guy. Oh, boy. This is a Bumble bio. Again, it's bio. All of the... The one thing that every one of these people have in common, well, they're all men, but they're also all 29. Maybe it's the year of the douche. When you're 29, you're just a huge piece of shit. Or you're just stupid and you don't care. In which case, carry on. This guy's bio, 29 years old. His bio, again, it's his bio. It's the first thing he wants you to say. This is what it says. It says, <clears throat> I hope you like alpha males because I'm your guy. That's right. I'm the whole package. I'll defend your honor in public. Won't take shit from waiters. That means he's rude to waiters. And I'll even get you pregnant leave and then come back to eat the child and this motherfucker works at software development he's a software development engineer at amazon and maybe that thing about impregnating you leaving coming back to eat the baby maybe that's um maybe that's like a movie reference that i don't get but i feel like it's not you know Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. No, I worked hard. I worked hard on it. I got a BFA in acting. Bachelor of Fine Arts. I said voice and speech class. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, I'm doing some shows that I'm going to promote at the top of every episode. So, like, fucking get over it. February 6th to the 8th, I'm headlining Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay? And then on one of the nights, or all the nights, I don't know which, it depends on how I feel. But I'm going to pick a bar and we can all hang out afterwards. Don't kill me. February 12th, we're not banging with me and Justin Silver at the stand. February 22nd, Glamour Puss with me and Wendy Starling. Man, I'm doing shows. Oh, and also, okay, I haven't really given you a sobriety update, a, a feel your feelings January update. Um, I did, I wouldn't say slip, but uh, I drank a couple times this month. And I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm glad I did because my therapist, when I first told my therapist I was doing this, she was like, I don't know. And I was like, all right, I can't do anything right. I mean, nothing I do is right. And, it, and she's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you do that. And I was like, I just, you know, I'm always, I'm never enough for anybody. Sometimes I feel that way. But it's really, I'm never enough for myself. Ooh, deep Christina. Anyway, she's like, maybe you should have a drink. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that I know that's out. I'm I'm cracking open a uh, a can of espresso, <laughs> not not a not a beer. Dudes drink beer, but when I drink beer, I get a belly ache and I go. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "I don't know, some fucking asshole." Literally, some fucking asshole. Ah, this is espresso for chicks. I want to make women's products and I want to market them the way dudes' products are marketed. Because, like, Old Spice will have male's deodorant that's like wolf thorn. The testicles of a Bigfoot. A fucking werewolf's cock. <laughs> like, that's the flavor. That's the sense of your deodorant. Fucking knife. So I want... I Because, you know what? I think women are actually angrier than men. 
I feel like women are capable of being more destructive than men. We can we can we can eviscerate you emotionally, intellect maybe not intellectually all the time, but like because well I'm talking about myself because when I get mad, my sense goes out the window, so my intelligence kind of like it's just it's not there when I get angry because the 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 rage takes the front seat and I'm in like the back of the van when that happens. Oh boy. Anyway, sobriety update. <laughs> Forgot where I was going. And I'm like so sober. So I drank a couple times this month. I did uh, smoke a little bit of weed uh, like eight days ago, a week ago. I don't know. It was from a vape. But I'm going to smoke my first blunt. I really, I'm still enjoying it. And I'm glad that I took this time to take a break from specifically weed. Because like I said, alcohol was never the problem. Um because my stomach's so sensitive that I can't, I just physically can't drink that often and that much. Um, that, but I would, I was having like a drink a day, a drink to two drinks a day. And that, that's a lot. I would say six days a week. And that was too much. So I'm really glad that I took a break from that. But I'm also glad that I had a fucking drink when I wanted to, okay? I'm glad. I wanted to be public about it because I wanted to hold myself personally accountable. But it was a nice little lesson of not being a cunt to myself and be like, Christina, I knew you'd fuck it up. I knew you'd cave and have a drink, you stupid bitch. Sometimes those are the voices in my head. It's not nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. Okay. But I'm going to have a blunt on midnight. Uh, Friday is January 31st. January 31st is a Friday. That's probably how that sh sentence should have came out, but it's not how it actually came out. You know what I mean? But on midnight, when it turns midnight, on Friday, January 31st, technically Saturday, February 1st. Oh my God, it's my birthday month. Um, I'm gonna, I might regret this, so. And I'm only gonna advertise it on this podcast. And if you happen to be on Instagram, I'm gonna go live on Instagram and smoke a fatty and just like play piano and like hang out in my house. And I'm gonna be live the whole time. Is it uh, gonna be a mistake, that choice? Probably. But is your girl gonna delete? <coughs> the video after yeah i am because i don't know what's gonna happen but i smoke blunts rolled in keef and that has not happened in a lot of days boy oh boy my dreams that i've been having yo intense i've been really having a crazy every therapy session this week has gone real deep and the dreams that i'm having are reflecting these issues like th I get the metaphor right away I don't even gotta look it up I don't even gotta be like what does this mean because there was one dream I had it was just I remember distinctly it being black and white like it felt like an old-timey movie and I was in a log cabin in the woods and it was pouring rain and my mom was on I was standing in the doorway of the log cabin and my mom was on the porch and she was like can I come in and I was like I was like I don't want her to so tell her Christina and I was like no you can't come in mom because you ruin everything and then yo it felt like there was a thump that happened. It wasn't thunder. It felt like a house fell, but it wasn't. I just heard this like the this really loud boom and the black like my mom's face. It was like it was like if it was a movie, like the lighting over her face went dark and it and she got pissed. And I was like and I woke up and I was like, oh, man, sleeping is rough. You know, it's rough. It's hard. It's scary because that was terrible. That's one, you know, when you have those nightmares, you're like, I will never forget this for as long as I live. I don't know if everybody has these, but I distinctly remember a couple couple nightmares I had when I was a kid. Like what I remember exactly what the dream was. And that 
that one, the black and white with the log, log cabin, I ain't ever going to forget that one. That's going to stay with me till the day I die. From global warming, who knows? We'll see. Life's an adventure. So, okay, I have this idea for a thing I wanted to do on this podcast. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, go on my Instagram, um, Midnight, if you want to watch it. That's the last I'll say about it. Um, I was watching TV late at night, and there was an infomercial. And infomercials always crack me up because let's just pretend it's an infomercial for a comb. A comb that you brush your hair with, right? And then a, and then a narrator will come on and be like, are you tired of combs that fuck your life up? And then it's like a lady trying to comb and it's like, oh man, she is like, she's got her foot up on the wall just trying to, and then she's got her hand, she's shaking. She, it looks like she got tremors, but this is the comb she's been using her whole life fucking sucks so bad that it's killing her. It's killing her soul. It's killing her spirit. It's killing her body. It's killing her hair. And then it's like, boom, she like rips a chunk of her scalp out and she's bleeding everywhere. And she's like, oh, why? Why am I such a dumb bitch with a stupid comb? And then the narrator's like, thought so. Why don't you try super comb? Or, or, and, then, and then it shows some other lady just sitting on a tropical island in Fiji. And she got this comb and she's just combing her hair and there's birds, there's butterflies in her fucking hair because they're like, wow, this is where I want to be. And it's just so fucking dramatic infomercials are so dramatic and i always often wonder like who is this for it's for old people i'm pretty sure who's buying this shit this as seen on tv shit who's doing it come on who but i i saw this commercial online and i was like i kind of want to call okay let me just play this commercial for you it's called full crystal window cleaner <laughs> okay okay hold on here it is cleaning the outside of your windows is a real chore and who wants to she fell off the ladder she died ladder just to get to the second floor Ugh. not anymore Ugh, Hi, i'm john florell the fuller brush man and this is full crystal from the fuller brush company the fastest easiest way now he's just clean cleaning it like a breeze look he's cleaning his windows while laying down pretty much just attach it to any garden hose and away you go it's like a power the washer is in the fuller cleaning crystals that dissolve dust dirt pollen and grime in no time for a clean so clear your windows will virtually disappear that's not good because then birds will die now that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. You couldn't reach that window, but with the full crystal power. First of all, he wasn't even trying to reach the fucking window, okay? If you're going to show a before experience before this dumb bitch discovered this beautiful product that changed her life or his life, it's like make them, you know, don't fake the struggle. Anyway sprayer you can clean windows up to 27 feet high simply aim spray and walk away leaving your windows spot free streak free and with both feet securely on the ground watch what i'm gonna do what are you gonna this do bobo may look clean it does look clean look oh there's poop coming out of it oh oh there's poop who knew there was poop? Okay, so anyway, I was watching this commercial on tele television. I don't know why. What was I watching? I don't know. Watching too much CNN. Bunch of cooks. And I was like, that's so funny. I want to call. They always have numbers, like customer service numbers. And I kind of wanted to call and pretend that my son 
I was power washing my windows with the Fuller Crystal Power Wash. And my son, um, I put it down to go inside real quick to get a glass of lemonade. And my son sees this power washer and puts it up his asshole and then tries to clean his power wash his asshole. So I want to call his customer service number and ask like, is he going to be okay? And I was like, that might be funny. So I'm going to try it. Let's see. Because I'm like, who works for these? Who works for these people? Like, who is the person? I love, like, who's, what guy or gal? It's their job to be on the receiving end of the full crystal power wash customer service line. And what kind of shit do they hear? So let's see. Let's see if we can do this. Thank you for calling Fuller Brush Thank Full you. Crystal. Our hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, okay. Monday through Friday. Rather than holding on the line no, for a representative, you can get almost any question answered nope. about your order or any Fuller Brush. Zero. That's the trick. I'm sorry. That was an oh, invalid response. God damn it. Response. Please try again. I jumped the gun. Thank you for calling oh, Fuller man, Brush Full Crystal. Oh, man. I got to again. Our hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, okay. Monday through Friday. Rather than holding on the line... Oh, I'm in a whole bitch. You can get almost any question answered about your order or any... I doubt it. Not the question I have. ...website for example, if you are calling to Bitch, track your I don't order, need an you can do so 24 hours a day, every day at www.bifullcrystal.com. Oh, I'm not dumb. Oh my Click God. on customer service. I want the number the to status. talk Please to representative so bad. Use either your order number or if you placed your order by phone, you can use your telephone number as your order number. Okay. That's just Oh my God. Buy okay, cool. And click on the order cool. That is Speak to a representative. Speak service. to a representative. If you are an existing customer, yes. please have your order information, including the name, telephone number, and payment information well, used whatever. for the order available so that we can quickly Oh my God, speak to a representative. If you are calling to place an order for Fuller Brush Full Crystal, please press 2 now. Two. To update an existing order, please press now or returns or refunds please press four now four, I guess. or answers to technical questions or product information yeah. please press five now yeah, for technical questions regarding fuller brush full crystal please visit our friend oh my god this is oh i'm just getting so pissed i fucking hate when menus do this Questions, you will be able to find answers Shut to most of your the fuck up, bitch. I want to speak to a person. Thank you for choosing Fuller Fresh Full Crystal. Are you going to make me call again? Oh, thank God. Thank you for calling Full Crystal. My name is Julia Employee, the hashtag EG. I please have your zip code. Um, yes, it's 10018. Thank you. How can I assist you? So, um, I just have a really quick question about product information because I was at my, um, I was at my mom and dad's house, uh, upstate and they got fuller crystals and, um, and I was power washing their windows and then I went to put it down on the, on the grass cause I, I need to go in and get some lemonade and, um, my, my younger brother 
took like was outside and was playing with it and like he he like this is i don't want to get into it but like he like he walks around naked um and he took the power wash and he's put it up his his i don't know how else to say this but his anus and i'm just not sure if i should take him to the hospital or not because i don't know what exactly the chemicals that are in the crystal solution and he says it's yeah. burning uh, i but i i just i'm not sure what to do he's he could be crying because of the shock of it, but he could be crying because it's his butt is it's burning. He said. Well, I will advise you to to uh, to go to the hospital. In this case, the ingredients all are uh, sodium, so I will advise you to sodium. take them to the hospital. Okay, but can you just tell me what the, uh, other ingredients there are that might be dangerous to? Because like I know the the anal glands are like absorbing sodium. Sodium. Okay, so it's like it's he basically ate basically sodium. Yeah. So it's like he like took like. Uh, saltines and but in water and then put them okay okay yeah. okay um and have you ever had any incident like this where th someone's like digested no, it the first time oh first time for everything huh okay okay and um and then so it's just basically all that's in this power wash is is salt and water is is that it yes that's so that's what correct. the crystals are mm -hmm. so chris yes. the crystals are just sodium it's just yes. salt and then I hung up. <laughs> Wait, that's fucked up. So hold up. They just... Oh, someone's making a lot of money off of sodium. Jesus Christ, it's in our Chinese food. Not food in actual China, probably, because they respect their citizens more than that. But the citizens here, man, a lot of MSG. Is that the same as sodium? I don't know. I've had too much espresso. She didn't really seem that concerned. She probably got bigger shit to worry about. Okay. That, that's what I did. That's the thing I just did. I was I was getting lunch with a friend the other day. Uh, he's a fancy friend. Meaning like he's like, he was in Forbes 30 under 30. Business guy, very handsome. Not straight. Otherwise, I would have tried. Don't worry. Uh, but like, I just love this person. This person is like, uh, I, I love having friends that are just totally opposite. I love having friends that are all types of people. I love having friends that are kind of assholes and like flaky, like the qualities that you don't really like in a person. I just, it tickles me, you know? Like I had one friend. I, I won't say your name. But I'm not dissing on her. I just think it's cute. Like, she's the flakiest motherfucker I've ever met. The flakiest motherfucker. She would, she was so flaky. She would be like, hey, what are you doing tonight, Christina? And I'd be like, I don't know, nothing. Do you want to hang out? Yeah, let's meet at this bar at this place. And then I show up to this bar at this place. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, hey, where are you? And she's like, oh, I'm tired. And like, I didn't even care. Because I'm like, well, I got out of the house. You know, I'm chill. I don't care. But she was so flaky and I loved it. Um, but anyway, this one friend, he's not flaky at all, but he's very, he's actually very opposite of flaky. And he was telling me this story about, you know, he was, he was at a place in his life where he kind of wants to reprioritize and he feels a little lost. And, but he was like, I wake up every morning and I do my affirmations and then I do my dream journal and then I meditate. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I said this phrase to him. I don't know if I made this phrase up or not. I feel like I did, but it's very possible that I didn't. And I stole it from somebody and I don't realize it. It happens all the time. I am open to being a shithead, but I'm pretty sure I made this up, but maybe I didn't. 
But I said this to him and I've been saying it to a lot of friends lately and it really it resonated with him in particular. So I'm going to pass it on to you. I'm like, buddy, you're hugging the puppy too tight and it's about to die. Ease your grip, boo-boo. Stop hugging the puppy too tight. And I, I feel like that's such a great metaphor because people in life, there's so many different kinds of us, right? But so many different personality traits and so many different... Uh, we all judge ourselves by this certain set of criteria. That's all. It's all bullshit. Sorry to, sorry to, sorry to break your heart, but it's all. What? It's all bullshit. It's all made up. This is the matrix. Are we even here? I don't fucking know. Yo, your girl got a VR headset, and all of a sudden, everything's fucking virtual reality. I don't even know what's real. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of people that have a really super tight grip on themselves, and not on their dicks but on their souls. They're hugging the puppy too tight. And I, as a former tight puppy hugger, I get it. Where you're just like, if I do all of these things, then that means I'm doing a good job and I'm a good girl or I'm a good boy and I, I deserve happiness. And it's like, girl, fucking relax. That's the one thing I really love about being older. The older I get, the more chill I get. And that is a true gift because I was hugging the puppy tight for a long ass time, okay? And I thought that I was a good person for hugging the puppy too tight. But then the puppy's like, I can't breathe. And I was like, shut up. This isn't about you. And it really it is. So I've loosened my grip. And I just remember when I told it to him at lunch, we like got together for lunch and he was like, don't hug the puppy too tight, huh? Yeah, I'm like, Dude, have fun in your life. Make sure to have fun. What the fuck is the point, you guys? Every person listening to me right now, listen up, you cucks. You're good people. Actually, cucks are fun and I get aroused by it, okay? So it's not an insult. Shut up. Make sure that you have little moments in your day that are just for you, okay? I don't care if you have kids. Wow, great. Oh, you got a husband or a wife? Ooh, whoop-de-doo. You got roommates? Wow. But have moments that are just for you. Little tiny moments. This fucking book I'm reading, well, listening to, I'm listening to it, whatever. I feel like a fraud if I'm saying I'm reading it because I'm really listening to it. That's easier, you know? Can't read a book while you're walking. Well, you can, but you'll get hit by a bus. Rest in peace, Dave. <laughs> That's, that never, I don't know anybody named Dave who got hit by a bus. But uh, 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 I just think that uh, you need to have moments uh, that are all throughout your day that you just as often as you have the energy and you can remember to do them. But, you know, eat a eat a snack, like go outside and take a deep breath in or some shit, something unless you live in a place that's uh, a lot of pollution. Don't do that. Maybe take a bath unless your water source is poisoned. Don't do that. Uh, maybe uh, buy a flower, a, a bouquet of flowers. That's an easy one. Man, I'm just looking around at all the flowers in my apartment. I just, I, I make sure that I do things throughout the day that are enjoyable to me. Tiny ones. And a lot of big ones. But as often as I can, I'm like, let's make this fun. Guys, what the fuck is the point of your fucking life if it's not enjoyable? And the good news is, if it's currently not enjoyable to you, this too shall pass, A. Number three... You create your own destiny. Stop fucking, don't buy into 
These are my circumstances. This is the card I was dealt. Yeah, cool. Turn the train into fun town. Okay? Have fun with yourself. Take yourself out on a movie date. Go see live comedy. Go by yourself. It's, I mean, and going with friends is also fun. Go out to eat alone. Oh, it's so fun. Um, so I just wanted to remind you to do that because you owe it to yourself, man. This life, this thing called life, it ain't easy. And it ain't great a lot of the time. But a lot of times it is great. And it can be greater if you just remember to fucking pause for a second and be in the moment and say, what can I do for me right now that's kind of just enjoyable? Coloring in a coloring book. If you're an adult child like myself. I think I made my apartment a little too fun. I, I'm actually a little worried about that. You know, but it's good to be self-awareness is key. Gotta keep an eye out, girl. But I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, I bought a VR headset because a friend of mine was like, you have to do this. He was, he was in Ireland with his family and I'm going to Ireland April 2nd to the 12th, by the way, I'm so excited. And he was like, you gotta get one. And I was like, word? And I did. And boy, oh boy, I do it every night. This VR shit is so fucking cool. There's all these games you can do. I can kind of tell like the app store in this VR head. I got an Oculus Rift off of Amazon. And um, and it was cool as hell, man. I, I do it every night. I, I Every time I do it, I discover new things. So there's like National Geographic has all these videos. And there's like award-winning short films in VR. Oh, my God. I, I watched this one short. It was called Traveling While Black. And it was about, um, you know in the 60s when everyone's like hit the road that was for white people okay route 66 it was for white people it was for white people because there's this thing called the green book if you are if you don't know about this and it was basically uh hey if you're black go to these places because they're cool and they won't try to beat the living fuck out of you and treat you like you're not a human and it was this beautiful immersive short film and then they they interviewed tamir rice's mother oh my god I was crying. It was such a beautifully done piece. And and part of it was when they were doing these interviews throughout it, they, you were in this diner, this famous diner, and uh, you were actually, I was sitting down in my living room while I was doing it, because certain things I just sit down for, because I love sitting. You girl loves sitting. And you're in this booth, and to my left was the woman interviewing Tamir Rice's mother and then Tamir Rice's mother was uh, across the table and just oh my god it was such a beautiful uh, emotional it, it, it fucking fires you up it pisses it, it was such, such a beautifully told tragic story and um and it really got me thinking and shit and I'm like I gotta fucking there was a while where I was donating to the Southern Poverty Law Center and I got a thing in the mail about donating to it, like renewing my membership. I'm like, I gotta fucking do that. You gotta, you know, what What you can, when you get pissed off about things or you get sad that something's happening or you get, you know, angry, these are all really good feelings. These are really good feelings. And your girl loves feeling them now since I've been feeling my feelings this month. I actually enjoy those feelings. But so turn the feeling into something that you can feel good about, whether it's making a donation to an organization organization or cause that that this issue relates to or whatever the hell got you angry upset sad pissed whatever you know but this vr shit's no joke and this the, uh, so i'm discovering all these videos like these actual because they're the games are kind of animation you could tell it's 
I mean, it's all fake, but like the the traveling while black, that piece was a filmed piece. It wasn't an animated thing, and uh, and that was just really beautiful. And then there's all these NASA videos, um, and then there was this one video that uh, was filmed in the NASA's biggest underwater training facility, and each of the astronauts has to be underwater for nine hours straight. So I guess you can't poo poo or pee pee. I guess you can't do any of that. I guess. I don't know. They kind of mentioned that part. But anyway, I'm in and I'm surrounded by all these fucking hot dudes. And it's like you're right there. It's so fucking wild, guys. It's so wild. The, it's, the shit's a little blurry, but it's like, whatever. You, just, you get lost. You forget that after a second. It's crazy. And then I started taking my clothes off. And I was like, this is arousing. Everything's, I'm never not horny. You know? And uh, I wish I wasn't sometimes, but I, you know, what are you gonna do? So I was like, wow, this is this is wild, cause like I've always dreamt of like, like being in a gangbang, well, being gang banged. But I it just it's not it's one of those things that that's just for the thoughts, you know. I never actually want that to happen in real life, cause I can't imagine a situation that I'd be. Maybe you know, knock on wood, never say never. Quote from a Justin Bieber said that right? Yeah, uh, and. And but well, I was surrounded by all these NASA men. They were mostly men. They were all men. And I took my clothes off, and I was like, "This is very arousing." And then they went into the pool facility, and there were kids there. And I was like, "Ah!" And I like quickly put my clothes back on, as if those fucking children could see my tits. But I'm like, "That's not right." The VR shit is crazy. And then there's this game called Where Th- Where Thoughts Go. It's animated. And uh, it's animated and it's a beautiful game. My God, it's so beautiful. I get what they're trying to do with it. But you girls heard some, I hear from strangers all around the world all the time, right? And, And beautiful, poetic things have been said in email, in person. Just I, I've, I feel like I have a really good understanding of the depth of people's stories and humanity and that's why when i go to ireland i really want to interview a bunch of people and learn about your fucking beautiful culture oh god i can't wait and uh and so this game where thoughts go it's um it's animated and there's a prompt that eventually comes up and it's a pretty pretty it's a pretty setting you're like in a night sky or whatever and there's all these there's these floating balls in the air and the prompt will say something like describe the first time you fell in love and then you take a ball with one of your hands you, you learn how to grip it and then you press on it and then a stranger a vr user a fellow vr user just like you uh answers the prompt and i was like wow this is really cool and some of the some of the answers were very riveting and then you have to answer it and i'm like okay and then one of the questions was describe somebody you miss i don't miss anybody it got me thinking i'm like all these people had these friends and family members who died i didn't i mean my grandparents but i don't is it bad that i don't i miss my one grandpa he was cool actually both grandpas were pretty sick they were great the other one grandmother i was too young she died when i was too young so i didn't really know but i don't miss i don't miss anybody isn't that weird that's weird anyway vr shit it's good oculus rift if you're on the fence about getting one I truly think you should do it. Last night, Corinne Fisher and I, my comedy partner, um, we did a show. That was a big deal. 
it was a big deal show. It went really well. And there was TV people there. That's why it was a big deal. And uh, our, our rule is always like, hey, if we make this show fun for us, then who gives a fuck what happens? You know what I mean? It's like if, as a performer, if you're also a performer, here's a tip that I've learned. As long as you're having fun on stage, every, everything else will go the way it needs to go. Just truly just make sure you're having fun. And I apply that rule to my life at all times. Maybe a little too much. Because like I said, got the VR set. Also got a dartboard. Also got a butterfly kit. The butterflies are fully out. They're fucking flapping their wings. I'm feeding them fruit and I don't want to let them go. I also have coloring books and I also have um, activities, various other various activities. But Corinne and I had the show last night and it went really well and we each read a, an entry from our diaries. And I was reading this diary, y'all. Oh man, your girl hasn't changed. Isn't that great? First of all, this diary, I wanna read some diary entries for you. The, 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 this diary is, um, Eeyore is on the front of it because your girl's mom had depression and I was obsessed with Eeyore. And then on the back it says Eeyore's Blues and it's like a denim notebook. And this is the notebook that I had in middle school. For me, I went to Pembroke Middle School. That was seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade. That was the way the middle school was. Even though I know ninth grade's technically high school. I, oh man, what a little pure little heart I had. I was madly in love with my English teacher. And I think I creeped him out. Because I'd be like, I'd like, I'd like, I, I met him when I was 12, first of all. But you girl had tickle bitties at 12 years old not fun wouldn't recommend it and i would try to like wear low-cut shirts i never was like that i only ever wanted to wear tight clothing or anything around him I, he made me i was in love with him in love i don't remember feeling that intensely it was odd almost I, but at the time i was like this is the best feeling of my life and my parents separated during seventh eighth and ninth grade seventh grade was the first year it was just me and my mother um, that's when I moved, she moved to Pennsylvania from Virginia and I moved with her and my therapist tells me that because I was very resourceful, I kind of like made myself in love with this teacher because I needed a father figure, but I'm like, I talked to my dad during this time, but okay. I mean, that, that's weird, but all right, whatever, you know, whatever. I'm open. I'm open to all the possibilities. So here's some, here's some diary entries. Um, Oh God. Okay. So this is from 2000. This is from Saturday. God, I fucking timestamp this as if I was logging spacewalks. Saturday, June 29th, 2002. So I'm 14, pretty sure. 12.34 a.m. technically. It's mid I, I wrote midnight and then I wrote 12.34. This is a list of things I wanted to remind myself to do every day. At the top of the paper, it says do every day. Gargle with salt water twice a day. Why? I don't know. Lift 10 pound weights. 20 sets. Three sets of 20. Okay. Drink at least two bottles of water. That's not that much water. Practice vocal scales and songs. Oh yeah, because I had singing lessons. Take dog out. Cat litter. Turtles. Wash face. Flosh. Brush teeth. <laughs> okay. And then, oh man. Okay. So here's a, oh man. 
I was the kind of person, and I still am a little bit, where if somebody was mean to me, I was so sensitive to bullies. And I, I understand that's not a prolific or unique thing, but I, when someone was mean to me, if someone was unkind to me, I would just, I wouldn't even get mad at them. I would just go, what? I would be confused. I'd be like, why would anybody ever be mean? Why would anybody ever be mean? That doesn't make any sense. Like I truly thought it was the biggest injustice that a kid would be mean to another kid. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how we do. So this girl, I'm going to say her first and last name because I don't give a fuck. And I also am of the understanding that she probably had a tough home life, you know, but she was a fucking cunt to me. Her name's Tori Harris. And uh, and I, I did a TED talk with Corinne Fisher. It's called How Much. I'm very proud of it. And I and I told a story about when I this time I got bullied and I was supposed to say just the name Tori. And I said Tori Harris in the TED talk. So it's already out of line. So I don't really care. Again, maybe she's fine now. She might be. When you're a piece of shit as a kid, odds are you get humbled at some point. And then you're like, oh. And, you know, if, if you're a piece of shit as a kid, something fucked up's happening in your home. And that sucks. So I don't, you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not mad. Um, and I wasn't bullied terribly bad. But anyway, um, I went on this trip to Canada in eighth grade and Tori was there. And um, I was so excited about this trip because it was the first time I was traveling out of the country. And, uh, oh yeah, we went with our French class. That's why she was there. So, okay. Um, so this is a diary entry from Saturday, June 29th, because basically what happened is Tori ruined that trip for me. I remember one time she went up to, um, my one friend and, and I was talking to this friend. It was a mutual friend, I guess. This girl named Jackie and Tori went up and goes, Jackie, why are you talking to Christina? She's so fucking gay. She's so gay. Like that was like the insult was gay, but it didn't, I, I mean, you could argue that it meant like you're homosexual, but I don't, I mean, I had gay kids in my middle school and everyone's like, cool. I mean, I was like, cool. I'm sure they ran into some people who were like, oh, queers and were not kind to them. But uh, I just remember she said that and I'm like, why would anybody be mean? So this is a diary entry from Saturday, June 29th. Canada trip turned out to be fun, but one person ruined it for me. Tori Harris. I shouldn't let one person ruin my vacation, but I'm so sensitive and can't handle being made fun of. <laughs> it started out when she punched me in the back in front of the elevator. That was a cunt move, Tori, okay? Then she said things in front of my face. That is one thing I can't handle, but I've decided that she's not worthy of having me be upset. As Jewel says... <laughs> Don't give your strength to those you wish to be free from. Girl, that's so cute. I believe that more than anything. I'm way prettier than she is. <laughs> this is like you tell I was pissed because I never really cared about this stuff, but I'm like, I'm prettier than she is and I have a better body than she has. It's true. I had honestly truly had a fucking hourglass figure in the eighth grade. It was so uncomfortable, but I was like, girl, you look good. I get better grades than she does. It makes me chuckle to know that she thinks she's better than me. Honestly, while I was writing this, I was probably crying. What a loser. I don't, I don't something her. I feel sorry for her. Oh, I don't hate her. I feel sorry for her. I hated her. Trust me, I hated her. I don't know. Who cares? I just think this is funny. And then I made a list why I shouldn't care about Tori. 
She doesn't know me well enough from an, uh, to form a pi- an opinion about me. I'm not what she says, and I'm too upper class to say stuff back to her. That is such a lie. First of all, I lived in this area, this neighborhood that was like the poorest area, and I got made fun of because so many people in my high school were rich, like rich, rich motherfuckers. And I lived in a two-bedroom condo. Like it, People like made fun of my neighborhood because it was like the poor neighborhood. Um she doesn't deserve uh she doesn't deserve to be friends with me i mean nor does she want to christina why should i worry about what a drug addict alcoholic smoking cow says oh my god that's so mean i had to get it out somehow you know what i mean she's probably high when she talks to me anyways i mean we're in eighth grade maybe she was i have no idea the boys at school like my looks and personality better than hers i'm prettier and smarter than she is oh my god Christina shit doesn't matter yeah I was pissed I was so pissed and I felt so powerless because she was just so mean and I was like wait what why would anybody be mean okay and then I also had a crush on this guy Paul okay I had a crush on this guy Paul Paul Lanslager I don't give a shit I don't give a fuck I was so in love with this guy I remember him being very funny and cute I think I saw him like years ago and I was like, yo, Paul, what up? I just remember being so obsessed with him. I was obsessed with him and this English teacher and I was kind of using Paul, no offense, to get over this English teacher because, you know, I was 12 and he was in his 30s and married with a child. September 1st, 2002. Oh, one year anniversary of 9-11. I hate Paul. I swear to God, if he was in front of me, I'd kill him. God, someone should have put me in a boxing class. I asked Jackie, my friend, to ask Paul if he likes me online and she said he didn't but he liked me as a friend i was upset but at least he didn't hate me well he does (laughs) he could he called me a bitch and said fuck her to jackie we're i didn't feel like jackie was lying to me worst of all his friend told me that paul hates me but he wants to use me but he wants to use me all he can what kind of human being would ever say that well fuck him i hate his hairy ass i want to kill him so much and it's two days till school starts sad face jesus okay and then i wrote this um this journal entry um the the first part of it is dedicated to the english teacher that i was in love with who was again married with two children i can't make you love me if you don't You can't make your heart feel something it won't. Here in the dark, these final hours, I will lay down my heart and I'll feel the power, but you won't. No, you won't, because I can't make you love me if you don't. That's exactly how I feel at this moment. I try to think of turnoffs and things I don't like about him, him being the English teacher, But when I think of something, I begin to love that quality because it belongs to him, like his scent. He smells like an old man, so I try to use it against him, but it only made me like him more. (laughs) Because when I'm near him and breathe in deep just to take in that smell, because, oh, how I love it. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. How do you fall out of love? It seems impossible right now, sad face. I'm so bad at keeping my feelings to myself, but I have to in this case. 
I want to tell him, but what would that do besides make him think I'm a psychopathic freak? When I'm with him, I want to I want to savor the moment forever. Maybe I'll pretend again. I'm 14. Maybe I'll pretend to not like him, but I can't. Sad face. I can't imagine feeling like this for someone else down the road. Oh, girl, if only you knew. But I have to for another and got, but I have for another and got over him so I can do it. I must be able to because I did it with him. At least I know there's some hope. Smiley face. Love always, Christina. And then, oh wait, how many days after is this? This is, okay, two days later I write, screw being in love with someone whom which I'll never have a relationship with. I mean, being in love is the best feeling ever, but it hurts so much when it's with a person you can't have because you're 13 and he's in his 30s. I added that part. I think I like Paul again, but not even nearly as much as before. Speaking of love, I fell in love with this formal dress I saw today <laughs> with my mom. I really want to buy it. It's black with a white stripe flowing down the side. Sparkles all over it. V-neck and front and back. The stripes are thick so I can wear a bralette with it. OMG, it's perfect. I think if I had my hair up, a choker, a, and a diamond necklace, and bitch, who you think you are? And white satin gloves, elbow length, it would make me look amazing. <laughs> I mean, when I tried on that dress, I felt like Susan Lucci walking down the red carpet and I looked like a million bucks. So hopefully I'll get it. Uh, spoiler alert, I did get that dress and it looked fucking hot. Thanks, JCPenney. Today was okay. It was a an ad day that's referring to the class schedules so i had health and gym but tomorrow is be day yay that means i could see that english teacher i'm in love with third period i have study hall and go to disguise classroom then i have theater arts and i'm managing track with amanda that's because this teacher guy that i was in love with was in charge of theater and track so i did all the extracurricular activities that he did <laughs> and just pretended that i was good at them and i I'm going home with her and then going out to eat with her and, and Jackie for her birthday to Chi-Chi's, then the mall. I'm so excited. Hopefully tomorrow will be a good day. Okay. Okay. So this is the diary entry. And this is the last thing I'll read. This is the day of my first kiss. <laughs> I remember it very well. It was with Paul. And uh, the date is Monday. April 7th, 2003, my first kiss, I'm 14. Wow, the one word to describe today, God. Today was probably one of the best, most memorable days of my life. I woke up kind of late and didn't take a shower because I just took one the night before. I, I went to school, it was a BE day, which are my favorite days, because I see that English teacher I'm in love with. English was okay, we did vocabulary. In math, we had a substitute teacher which I like. Third period was with, the English teacher I was in love with, was amazing as usual. He found a new voice that resembles that of Butthead in the TV show. How intellectual is that? <laughs> LOL. By that time, it started to snow. Blah, blah. I definitely thought snow in the beginning of April was a little weird. Good for you, girl. So I find out we're getting out early. I was bummed at first, but Kristen... And I talked and she said I could ride her bus home. So we both forged notes. 
Oh, <laughs> what a little rebel. We both forged notes. Before we went home at 1.15 p.m., the teacher that I was in love with came up to me and said, I think I might be going on the London trip, which made my day because me and him have the best time together. Again, he's my teacher. He's decades older than me. He's the coolest person I know and an excellent best friend. Oh, that's sad. So anyways, I go home on Kristen's bus and I sat near Paul. I didn't really think I liked him anymore. And we were on, we were, oh, and we were online at Kristen's house. AOL dial up, who you remember. Oh my God, AIM. My screen name was Xtina143. I love you. Uh, I was at Kristen's house on the internet. Uh, we got off the bus and she told Paul that he should come outside and we'd all three go into the woods and fool around. <laughs> I remember when she said that and I was like, oh word, okay. And I, boy, oh boy, talk about the, you could peer pressure me into taking a shit and eating it at this age, okay? I was so impressionable. I just wanted to be loved and adored so much more than I do now and I do now a lot. Um, okay, so she's uh, told Paul to come out and we go in the woods and fool around. I was surprised she said that. And then he said, okay. So we bundled up. I only had a sweatshirt on. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. And walked in. we walked into the woods. It was so lame at first because we just stood there looking around. So I finally said something and one thing led to another. And me and him, Kristen stayed away because it would be her turn to get with him next. I went behind, Paul and I went behind a tree. I leaned up against a tree. We looked at each other and kissed my first kiss. And it was with the guy I used to be in love with. Man, it came so naturally to me. It was kind of sloppy because he had his tongue kind of down my throat. We did it for like one minute straight. I ended it, not him, and left. But I had my hands on his face. Checked, his, uh, his were on my butt. Ah, I loved it. And I think Kristen made out with him. I know she did. Why did I say I think? I saw it. So it didn't have much meaning, but it did to me. Every once in a while, I stop and say, I made out with Paul Lounsfogger. <laughs> Guys, I love you. Treat yourself. Do something nice for yourself. Fucking g g go outside, smell a flower buy a caterpillar, nurse it to health, and then keep it inside until you feel guilty enough to let it out. This has been another episode of The Voices in Our Heads. Love you long time. Talk to you next week. Oh.